Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, two of the program. Here we go. Week three, hands down, one of my favorite weeks, although I have been known to say that about every week. So week three is all about, so first of all, let's back it up and go to prep week. So prep week was all about introducing the food plan. You're starting to implement the food plan, asking questions about it, running out, grabbing anything that you need. Week one was all about fine tuning and perfecting the changes that you've been making, right? Week three, week three, week Two, all about being super consistent with those changes, being aware of how your body's responding to the changes that you're making. So really just showing up and doing what you need to do, which this week is all about that as well. But we're also going to talk about being in tune to those portions by asking those four questions. So we don't count, we don't weigh, and we don't measure our food around here. It's not needed for sustainable weight loss. Counting, weighing, and measuring just puts you outside of yourself, right? Like it's being in tune to your body is not something you can count, you can weigh and you can measure. Eventually, we want your body to tell you when to eat, what to, te- what to eat, and also how much to eat. So this is the setup and the lead up to next week where we actually start messing with your portion. So you're going to ask yourself those four questions. Before you even eat your food, how is this portion for me? If I was to eat all of this food, how would I feel? The second question is once you start to eat, bringing awareness to how your body's responding. What if I was to eat a few more bites? What if I was to start now? Do I feel any physical effects of eating my food? The third is when you are done eating. How did you know you were done eating? Legit. Ask yourself, how do you know when you are satisfied? How do you know when you've had enough? Is there any kind of physical telltale signs? For me, I always put my utensils down. I sit back and I take a deep breath and that's how I know I've had enough. And then I know that if I was going to continue to eat, I'm going to walk away feeling like I've ate too much or feeling full or like physically uncomfortable, need to unbutton my jeans. Sometimes it's worth Worth it, and I absolutely eat more of it, but that I'm always aware, and I never accidentally overeat. If I'm going to overeat, I know full well I'm overeating. And then the fourth question is when you walk away 10, 15 minutes later and your body starts to process and digest your food. Because a lot of times what happens is we eat what we think is eating to satisfaction in the moment. And then 10, 15 minutes later, when our bodies actually start to process and digest our food, we start to feel overly full and we recognize we've actually eaten too much. So now we don't want you messing with your portions. This is about bringing awareness to them. You will notice naturally your portion sizes are starting to decrease but the goal is not to make them smaller or keep them small if you have been finding that your portions are naturally starting to decrease so we always go by what the portions feel like in the moment and not what they look like so in the check-in video today I talked about this one day you might need one egg to feel satisfied you know for breakfast the next day you need three eggs to feel like you're satisfied and then the next day you might wake up and not even be hungry at all for breakfast so we want to be in tune to that um the other part of this week is maximum 
maximizing, maximizing, maximizing. So we're going to start talking about all the other things that you can do to be proactive with this process, like managing your stress, not having it go away, but handling it a little bit better. Um, moving your body more, not joining a gym or anything like that, but just being more active in your day-to-day activities. Um, working on getting your better sleep. Maybe you don't, can't get more sleep, but you can get better quality sleep. Working hand-in-hand with your doctors if you do have any health issues, right? Like perhaps you have thyroid issues where there are a lot of great specialists out there who talk about, for example, supplements specific to thyroid that can help benefit, um, you know, different food choices, like the kinds of fruits, the kinds of vegetables that can be beneficial if you're dealing with certain health issues. Um, so cross-referencing, you know, what you can do to help manage your health issues while also following the program and plan and just tailoring it to be a little bit more individual to your needs. Getting your blood work done, getting a physical done, checking in with your doctor to, ass- to assess where you're at right now. Now, you may be on a journey to level up your health and wellness, but it's great to check in and see where you're at, especially when you're considering those supplements and really just finding out where you defi- where you might be deficient and what you can add in to help with that. There's a lot of things that you can do to be proactive with this process, and that's what we're going to talk about this week as well. So also, in being super consistent, just showing up and doing what you need to do, you're allowing the body to continue to calm down from the changes that you're making, which will help you get even more in tune to your body's needs over your wants. Plus, this is also a week where you start to work through issues and associations like eating when you're bored, eating when you're stressed, using food for other things other than nutrient value. So there's a lot going on this week, even though we're still just working that basic food plan. So be sure to read over the post. Let us know if you have any questions. All right, let's get on to um, your questions. I think I'm on a plateau. Very frustrating, but I know that they're necessary. Okay, let's get right into it today. I think I'm on a plateau. Right? You could be. I mean, if the scale's not moving, you're probably on a plateau. (laughs) Right? It doesn't mean that your body isn't doing anything. If you've dropped weight leading up to that plateau, you're right. You need a plateau. You want a plateau. This is your body helping to solidify the weight that you have lost. And you need that so the body can adjust to this new weight and make this new weight your new norm until it moves the dial on the scale again. You, you, You have to have plateaus. Now, you can't just, you don't just need to sit there and accept them. This is what that maximizing conversation is. So, Dig your heels in, be as consistent as possible, following that food plan, hit all your meals and snacks, make them nutrient-rich, be in tune to those portions, ask yourself those four questions, and then focus on all the other things that you can do as well, and you'll break that plateau sooner rather than later. So although we want to need plateaus, we don't just want to sit there and be like, I'm on a plateau, I guess I'll just chill here for a bit. So always show up like you're expecting the scale to move, game time ready, even though it's unrealistic to expect it to move. Now let's also handle and talk about the second part of this. You're frustrated, right? I'm on a plateau, very frustrating, but I know they are necessary. So we want to honor and recognize the feels. This is like the issues and associations I'm talking about um, when we talk about the diet industry being detrimental to our health, right? It's this it's this sense of like, why are you frustrated, right? Are you frustrated because you've been trying to lose weight for 20 years and you just want this done already? Are you frustrated because you're doing all the things that your body is not, you know, working on your demand, you know what I mean, and doing what you want it to do? Do, which is drop the dial on that scale when, you know, in order to do that, your body actually has to take time to repair and rebuild. Are you frustrated because maybe you're not doing all the things and you're having a hard time because life is getting in the way, making it difficult for you to prioritize yourself, right? So I love the awareness and recognizing where you're at with your emotions because, again, we're all after sustainable, maintainable weight loss, losing it in a healthy way, not just physically, but also mentally. And that being able to be calm around food and in tune to your body's needs so it tells you 
you what to eat, when to eat, and how much to eat, and more importantly, be able to trust that is what maintenance is really all about. So what is that frustration about? Don't just like allow yourself to be frustrated, but ask yourself, what what am I frustrated at? Because in reality, we're just starting week three. It's been like a hot second. We've been focusing on this journey, right? But some of you are bringing all that baggage and history from all the past years of dieting into this process. So a lot of the times, frustration, although normal, we can we can fester in it and it keeps us really stuck. And it has nothing to do with this program, this process. It has to do with years and years and years and years of dieting, all the baggage that you're bringing with you, right? So so ask yourself, why, what exactly exactly what am I frustrated about here? You know, I'm showing up, I'm doing all the things. That's the be- if I'm literally doing all the things, that's the best that I can do, right? Do you know what I mean? My body needs time. I want to lose weight in a healthy, sustainable way. I just can't drop fat and not need to adjust. Do you know what I mean? So exactly what is it that you're frustrated about? Bringing awareness to your feels, step one. So I'm all about that. Step two is trying to understand, like, why do I feel this way? And, and you don't have to, like, ask yourself and get a message right away. What you're doing is saying, I'm open to understanding and I'm bringing awareness to how I'm feeling throughout this process and the energy that I'm bringing into it. Like, are you showing up championing, champ, being a champion for yourself every day? Are you, like, all in? Are you excited to see what you can do, where you're at, you know what I mean, what you can still do to help be more proactive with this process? Are you excited about, you know, what you've done so far, the fact that you're still here? Are you celebrating the fact that you're still here? Are you proud of yourself for still being here and showing up? Are you are you cheering yourself on or are you legit just festering your funk every day? Waking up, this sucks, I don't want to do this, it's hard, I don't want to think, I'm horrible, I ate those, this, I ate that, I'm never going to do this, I'm going to, do you know what I mean? Like, what kind of energy are you bringing to this process? Because what you put into it is going to be what you get out of it. And so many, so so often we make it so much harder for ourselves than it really needs to be because we want to feel frustrated because this whole fucking weight loss journey has been one clusterfuck after another. I feel like I'm working so hard, putting so much time, energy, and money into trying to lose weight, and I never get anywhere. And when I do get somewhere and my scale drops and I lose my weight and I buy my new jeans, you know, five minutes later, I've gained it all back plus more every single time. Not without having and passion and wanting to lose it and doing all the things. It's just that's your experience, right? So so really be mindful and rightfully so of the energy that you're bringing to the table and the issues and associations you've attached, not just around food, but your whole diet of history. Do you know what I mean? So honor those feels. Honor those feels. Go deep. You got it. You cannot walk around do you know what I mean? You have to walk right through the fire with those feels. You have to go right into them, feel them. Allow yourself to be frustrated and name all the reasons why you're frustrated. Allow yourself to be pissed off allow, because you know, the, you've been duped by the diet industry. You know, allow yourself to have all those feels, bring awareness to them. It's going to help you work through them. You got to work through them to really get to that place, right? Um, unfortunately up to this morning, hoping it's because I am going to drop. Okay. So again, watch your, I love this. Watch the verbiage, right? It's not unfortunate. What's unfortunate about the fact that the scale naturally fluctuates for so many reasons, right? Salty food, hard to digest food, not enough water working out. Maybe you worked out yesterday. I, I know I went skiing yesterday. I fell a million times. My body is sore. My weight is up almost three pounds today. Do you know what I mean? Um, it, 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 it's normal. Like you said, for your weight to go 
up before it goes down. There's nothing unfortunate about that. So if you've been doing all of the things, that's not unfortunate that your weight is up. It's actually a sign that your weight is about to drop down. So rather than be sitting in that vibe, feel the vibe of unfortunate. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, eh, it's a downer. It's not motivating. I'm just like, fuck, maybe I'll lose the weight. Maybe I won't. Maybe it's up because of this weight. Maybe it's not, right? Like, fuck yeah, I'm doing all the things. I'm doing all the things. Chances are my weight is up before it's going to drop. So let me do all the things today. Let me be even more consistent, even more mindful. Ask those four questions. Get excited about all the other things I can do to be proactive with this process and keep moving forward. Do you know what I mean? The scale is going to go up. The scale is going to go down. The scale is going to plateau. It's going to make you crazy. It's going to be frustrating frustrating every single day you got to keep showing up and remember that the scale is not your measure of success your scale is a tool so scale is up today okay why go through my day yesterday okay so like for me today I got up my scale the scale is up today right why do I want to see a low number yes for sure I do right but it's up today okay so first of all I had um, sushi last night about 7:30, and had some soy sauce which was so salty so for sure that's probably why plus I had edamame that also had salt on it so probably why I didn't drink hardly any water yesterday because I was skiing literally the whole day so not only was I hot sweating working out I didn't drink water so that's probably why um, my body is sore <laughs> I can barely move so I know my muscles are inflamed and it's retaining water because I didn't drink enough water yesterday and then you add salt to the mix and it's retaining even more water so that's why and my period is coming and my hormones are a little messed up because my cycles are starting to be a little off because I'm you know getting older whatever so I there's four reasons now would I want my weight to be down yeah for sure I would but also I'm recognizing why my scale is up so that's what you want to do with that kind of energy don't like hope don't guess recognize what is there any reason why now if I my water would on, been on point yesterday my food and my snacks would have been on point yesterday and I'm do you know what I mean I would have been like I can't see any reason by why when my weight is up I have been on this like and then I would know okay chances are my weight how am I feeling did I wake up last night in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom around three or four o'clock time was I a little extra hungry heading into bedtime last night oh those can be the signs of detox chances are the scale is moving today so see what I'm saying like feel our feels but don't let them stop us or sidetrack us from what is really going on and how you are verbalizing internalizing you speaking to yourself talking about this process it really makes a difference it can be really make or break when it comes to following through and finishing in the end you know uh, morning went into the weekend Friday with the best intentions ate fairly well but indulged with wine Saturday and Sunday evening up four pounds this morning gah I measured out five liters of water today hoping that will flush out everything not freaking out but man it's hard it is so let me give you that too it is hard man it, it's hard to work through those feels it's hard to stay motivated it's hard to show up every day and do what you need to do it's hard to prioritize yourself you know but you know what's even harder is having to deal with feeling like balls day in day out and constantly thinking about how you knew you need to lose weight but not doing anything about it but here you are doing hard things we can do hard things you know so it's all about that frame of mind you see that energy right like up to four, four, four pounds this morning ah you I love that 
followed by proactive. What am I going to do about it? Do you know what I mean? And yes, getting on that water will help. Getting those extra leafy greens in will help. Do you know what I mean? Getting back to doing what you're doing will help. You just got to turn the page on that and keep moving forward. It's all about how your the little choices that you're making day to day, they all add up. It's not the one thing that's setting you back. It's not having the cake. It's not having the cookies. It's not having the chips. It's not indulging. It's not skipping the water. It's none of those things. It's yeah, those are bound to happen. And do they set you back? Not really. Like they don't set you back. They might slow you down. So again, back to that analogy as we're on, we're in our cars, we're driving on the road to finally and forever. Okay. We want to get to our destination or Disneyland, wherever we want to get to. So indulging in something or having an off weekend is you're driving and then you decide to, oh, my friend lives my friend lives close to here. Let me go visit my friend. And you had some wine, you ate some food, you had a great time. You don't then get in your car, drive back home and then, you know, start again. You just get in your car and then you keep driving, right? So it's more like you're taking time to go sightseeing, to visit friends along the way. Of, you know, say you're driving to Disneyland, right? You're, you're visiting friends, you're, you're sightseeing, you know, at certain destinations. You're, you're going to hit roadblocks, like life throwing shit in your face. You know what I mean? You're going to have detours. You're going to get flat tires. Again, when these things happen, we don't start again. It hasn't ruined anything. We don't say, oh, you know what? Like, we might as well just forget this whole thing. You know, your, your, your kids are in the car. You know, you've been wanting to go to Disneyland. You don't just say, oh, forget it. We're not going to Disneyland anymore because we've hit a roadblock or because we've got a flat tire or because we stayed at Aunt Sally's house overnight. You know what I mean? Like you just keep moving forward and that's how you're going to eventually reach that goal. Um, so I love that kind of energy. So many feels this morning, heading to the end of my journey and not signing up for the next session. Ah, oh, Jessica, say it ain't so. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know what? This is always like it, you know, we get to really, we really get to know our members. We really do. For 28,000 people that we're helping right now in this program, um, very few, small percentage are actually quite vocal. Um, those are you who ask the questions that you, you comment, you create that sense of community that literally everybody benefits from from. Um, we get to really know our members around here because we actually care about your weight loss journey. So this is always really sad for us as well when people are coming to the end of their journey, but this is the whole point. We want you to move on for the rest of your life. Take what you've learned, do you know what I mean? And never worry about weight loss again. Now we do have that whole maintenance group, of course, that you can jump into, but we're going to make sure as you know that you're all set with maintenance. It's not like you have to join the maintenance group to know what you need to do for maintenance. We're going to lay it all out for you. It's available in the app. You can ask all the questions that you need at the end of this process. But we do have um, a whole other conversation going on in maintenance. You think, what do you need a maintenance group for? Because there are four stages to finally and forever. There's losing your weight, right? In a healthy, sustainable way which is that's what you're here to do. Then you're going to put time into solidifying your weight. You know how when you have these little plateaus in between that are helping your body to solidify the weight that you've lost. So when your body releases fat, your body has to adjust to that, right? The, the homeostasis, that set point. It needs that time in between those drops to help solidify and adjust to the weight that you're losing along the way. Well, the, the solidifying your weight, that stage two, that's about putting yourself like on a self-imposed long plateau to really allow your body to take time to adjust to this new weight. So your new weight truly becomes your new norm. That that you really I, I advise always like two to three months. And then there's like testing the water. So now that you've lost the weight, you've given your body physically time to 
adjust to your new way. This is where mentally you've got to trust your new way. So this is where you maybe start indulging, starting to be more relaxed about your thought process in terms of maintenance. You're starting to just live your life. If you do indulge, you're implementing back on track. You're, you're getting to understand what maintenance now looks like and feels like to you. Um, wrapping your head around those fluctuations because you're terrified and don't trust that you're going to actually be able to maintain the weight because you've been here before. Even though you've done it differently in a healthy way, you still might not trust it, right? It's about continuing to reinforce those new habits that you've created that reinforce the new lifestyle because old habits are hard to break. I mean, you know, we can keep getting pulled back, you know, just because you're there physically doesn't mean that you're there mentally yet. So that, that trusting the waters. And then when you feel like, you know what, I got this. I, I know I can do this. I am confident that I can move forward and live a life where I'm not stressing about what I'm eating, not eating. I'm just going to wake up, look good, feel good. Trust that my body is going to tell me when to eat, when to drink, also how much to eat. You know what I mean? I'm going to be in tune with myself. I'm going to continue to prioritize myself. I'm going to t continue to be mindful of the choices that I'm making. If I'm going to indulge, I'm going to mindfully indulge and enjoy it. You know what I mean? I'm also going to recognize how that might impact my body and help my body get over that. You know, drink a little extra water the next day. Maybe add those leafy greens, not starve and deprive and punish myself for, you know, enjoying all the yummy bits, bites and bits that come with life, you know? So that's that big part of that. So, so you're not done yet. You're not done yet you're not done yet um although at the end of the day we're really just happy that's what we're here to do is just help each and every one of you get you know across that finish line and get to that place we do not want you to keep coming back although um, repeating the program is super effective. If you are already stressing and future tripping about next steps, don't. Like we do, listen, the big part of why we um, we open up registration for the spring summer group so early is because it's not necessarily for you guys. It's for all the people that missed out. Literally thousands of people have missed out on signing up for this group that you are in. So a lot of times people get in their head, well, we're just trying to sell you on the next thing, sell you on the next thing. No, we're giving you a heads up because a a lot of people have friends and family who didn't get into this program and want to do it. Our customer service is loaded with thousands of people inquiring, when's your next program start? When's your next program start? And because that can be exhausting for our customer service team, well, we don't have anything for them to register. That's why we register so early. It's not for you guys in the group necessarily. It's for, and I mean, yes, you do want to obviously secure your spot, but it's for all the people who didn't get into the program who are excited to get signed up, right? And so that's why we do that. So don't feel the pressure that you got to get signed up right away. Um, we'll, they'll have lots of opportunity to talk about next steps. We're going to break them down for you at the end of the program. Try not to future trip about what's going to happen when you're done. Focus on day to day to day where you are at right now because time is going to fly by and before you know it, the three months will be over. You'll be sitting here at the end. You'll be like, oh my goodness, that went by so quick and oh my goodness, look what I've done. It's just freaking mind blowing how all your efforts going to add up. So don't stress about that. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Had a bit of humor this morning when I stepped on the scale. I said I was up 0.8, which after yesterday could very well be. No afternoon snacks on plan, but my scale told me I'm down 16.4 body fat. Ha, ha, ha. I think my scale had a brain fart. How could that be? Tomorrow we'll see what it says. I'm not exactly a fan of those body fat measurements on the scale. They're not all that scientific unless you do like the the, the underwater weighing and there's a couple new methods that they have. Um, sometimes our batteries need to be changed in our scale, legit. So we had we had a member... <laughs> It still makes me laugh. Not last group, the group before. We had a member who literally was coming on. And as you said, as I just said, we get to know people's names. And she was like, I I don't know what's going on. My weight just keeps going up. And she was so, and we're trying to help her and figure it out and whatever. And this went on and on and on and on for weeks. And we're just like, what is going on? Because legit, like if we have a member particularly who's struggling and is asking all the right questions, we're providing information. Like we really have conversations behind the scenes. Like we really think about okay what do they need to do what's some advice I've already said this I've already said that like what can we do what can they do because we literally will do all the things to help you with this process um and so we were helping this person out and (laughs) fast forward like I think like literally it felt like months later her scale needed new batteries and when she changed the batteries she was actually down 14 pounds what Legit. That's why you'll notice on that weight, why is your weight up post? If you, if you check out the why is your weight up post, the last post is it could be the batteries on your scale. Legit. We were all, I mean, thank goodness. That's what it was. But man, we were racking our brains trying to figure it out. <laughs> she just pops on. She's like, you'll never guess. Change the batteries on my scale today. I'm actually down 14 pounds. So, <laughs> ah, so it could be your scale needs new batteries. Uh, what portion consideration I find is best that I eat when I think with portion consideration, I find it's best that I eat what I think might satisfy me and then wait 10, 15 minutes later to see if I catch up or I need a few more bites. Yeah. So we're going to talk, we're going to fine tune asking those four questions right now with those four questions, you want to bring awareness to how your body is responding, right? This is what this is about. A lot of this has been shocking off. You're new to the program, the process, following the food plan, trying to be consistent, eating the meals and snacks, getting a handle on that, dealing with changing hunger levels, trying to get your water in, adding new supplements. You know, your sleep might be messed up because you're, you know, your detox and your, your scales dropping or you got a lot on your mind or you know what I mean? Some of you are constipated. Some of you are having um, loose 
just bowel movements. Bowel movements all over the place. Energy is all over the place. Some of you are feeling like rock stars. Others are dragging your ass. Like it's it's all that body adjusting to all the changes that it's making, right? Healthy changes, but it's still adjusting. So now it's really starting to calm down. And this is where, as it calms down, we just want to start bringing awareness specifically to our portions, right? Now that we've been consistently following the food plan bringing awareness to that. So you're going to hear us start talking about eating enough, but first you have to figure out what satisfaction feels like to you. And, and you know what I mean? That's like step one for a lot of people. So we're going to build on that as we go. For example, talking about how portion wise you want to eat just enough so that when you walk away 10, 15 minutes later, you're feeling satisfied and not stuffed. But that's hard. That's hard to do. So if you're a returning member, right, this is what I mean by take everything that you've learned up to this point and start implementing. So while our new members are focused on what does satisfaction feel like to me, right? You already know. So you get right to eating just enough so that you're walking away, you're feeling satisfied, not stuffed. So this is where you have the advantage and you're building. You're not just going through the same old motions again. You're like really in tune with all of it, right? You know what I mean? Resetting, allowing your body coming into this process to focus on the things it needs to focus on before it can start moving forward and making change and dropping the dial on that scale again, you know? Um, good morning. Hi, Sharon. I hit my lowest low since September, uh, 2021 down 5.6 this morning and getting closer to my family and forever working on further solidifying my mind body connection, digging deep this week. I'm looking to ride the detox wake for as long as possible. You know, I love hearing that we're going to talk about, um, supporting the body in detox. So, uh, in prep week, we talked about detox, the very loose general term that I use when your body is releasing fat and how you might feel. So obviously it'd be a great sign that that scale is moving. Some people don't feel any detox symptoms and the scale moves just fine. So it's not an indication of how successful or anything like that, but it is great insights when your body's specifically focused on it. So when that scale is moving or you're feeling the effects of detox, we're going to talk about supporting the body in detox, all the things that you can do to keep that scale moving, right? This is a big part of what that maximizing conversation is all about this week as well. All right, let me scroll down. Good morning. Feeling great. Been bouncing up and down for the last two weeks. I'm okay with that. Going to maximize this week and kick some ass. Yeah, you are, Michelle. Yes, you are. Bouncing up and down. Take it, to, you know, kick it up a notch. Level up. Really focus on getting that water in. Sounds like that body could be trying to detox. Could just be a few little things here and there you need to tweak to really get it moving. I'm gagging on apple cider vinegar and lemon drink in the morning. <laughs> I feel that. I really feel that. Uh, I am now taking apple cider vinegar tablets at night. Will this work? Um, it's not a matter of it working. So, so let me break down the apple. It's not a matter of anything working, right? So the reason why, and this is where the diet industry can really mess you up. So the apple cider vinegar is not a fat burner. It's not going to burn your fat. It's not going to be make or break to your journey. It's not going to be doing any of those things. Apple cider vinegar has the mother in it, which is bacteria, which can aid in digestion. And then, you know, again, stimulate, stimulate your, stimulate when you, when you have it and the, the bitterness of it can send a message to your brain to stimulate your digestive system. So it's a great practice in the morning to um, have the apple cider vinegar um, or the lemon water, which does the same thing, but it's more enzyme based as a way to kind of like wake your body up stimulate that digestive system, get those juices going, you know, um, it's the lemon water, for example, is a great way to start your day being hydrated because you know, what, what doesn't go well with lemon water coffee. And what do so many of us do? We wake up in the morning and the first thing we drink is a coffee and it does fresh 
fruit and high protein foods go well with coffee besides, you know, bacon. Not really. Do you know what I mean? So drinking that water kind of cleanses your palate gets you into the mode of one thinking about what you're doing right it's just good good ha- it's talking about building new habits um it's cleansing that palate so you tend you tend to choose more fresher foods rather than going for a donut or a muffin that goes better with your coffee do you know what I mean it does stimulate that digestive system and gets those digestive juices flowing so that by the time you do eat your digestive system is stimulated and turned on right so so that is the benefit of doing that in the morning so if you can imagine taking your apple cider vinegar pills in the evening, it's not going to have the same effect. Um, so, I mean, there, you know, I, I don't know about the benefit of taking apple cider vinegar pills because for why I'm suggesting them is all about reinforcing a new habit, cleansing the palate, stimulating your digestive system. Um, people who do suffer from things like heartburn, acid reflux, um, people who are missing their gallbladders and stuff can benefit from that digestive stimulation, which can help with, you know, um, processing and digesting foods. And a lot of people really find the benefits in that. And more and more science and research is suggesting that it can be a benefit um but so in terms of is it going to work or not like no the apple cider vinegar pills are not going to do the same job as the apple cider vinegar in the morning or the lemon water that i'm suggesting because the reasons why i'm suggesting it if that makes sense um, so I would honestly would just, I mean, you can take them if you find that they help then keep taking them if you want, but you know, for the purpose of why I'm suggesting them, it does, it doesn't do the same thing. You can take, just skip it if you don't want to, or you can, you know, just use the lemon water and use less of it or do you know what I mean? Or really dilute that apple cider vinegar, or like I said, just skip it all together. Feeling good going into the week. I've been up and down, but with a downward trend. All about the downward trend. We have to normalize the ups and ups and downs, plateaus, and all arounds. Like a, a, a successful weight loss journey is not a straight line down. A lot of you, I've seen your scales because you're 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 showing them to us on Instagram, where you have that initial drop that goes back up, plateauing, drop again. And some of you are having like a bigger up, 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 and then you'll notice it's gonna come down, 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 down. Equal and opposite reaction. Equal and opposite reaction. Um, feels great that I am not worried when it bumps up now. Thanks, Gina. I have a four-day RV show coming up this weekend, so a lot of meal planning and watch alarms to get me through. I can do this. I love this. So um, I just actually, someone reached out and had a question about the fact that they were busy and they didn't have time to like meal prep and they're feeling a little ways about the fact that they just went for quick fix foods and ended up eating, you know, something that they didn't want to eat. So I am not like, first of all, if you're not into food prep and recipes, you don't have to food prep and do recipes. But there is something to be said about being prepared, especially with those snacks, right? Like pack some fruit, pack some, you know, veggie sticks, pack some cheese slices, some nuts and seeds. Do you know what I mean? Um, that's like, you know, pre- being prepared for your three, trying to get my fingers straight over here. Three snacks can, can really help you keep your day together, you know, and then you can just focus on those meals that you're getting. So if you're stuck going to a fast food restaurant or doing takeout or ordering in, do you know what I mean? You can make kind of the best choices you possibly can and really kind of still capitalize on your day. So definitely being prepared, you know, if you, if you're going into the situation where you're not going to have access to food, then, you know, bringing a few things here and there are better than not having anything to eat or eating something that's not really going to be a benefit. You know what I mean? So, so just to kind of reiterate, you don't have to be into this. Like people love prepping. I see you guys making your soups and prepping for the week. I fucking love it. But at the end of the day, if you're not into that, I totally get that. I'm not into it. I was really resistant to even talking about recipes in my programs when I first started them because I'm like, this is not a cookbook. This is not cooking 101. This is a weight loss program. 
right? But I've come to realize that, you know, recipes um, can be a great motivation for people who really do love to cook, especially if they can't indulge in the kinds of foods that they're used to, that they can kind of put that energy into creating foods. You know what I mean? Um, so I do love that aspect and element of the program now, but if that's not you, don't stress about that. But I love the being prepared. This is also in a mini version, whether you're going to an RV show or you are, you know, it's just the weekend, taking a step back and assessing your situation. You know, what, what, what does my weekend look like? It's going to be hard for me to get my water in. Maybe I should bring a little extra, bring a couple water bottles with me. Do you know what I mean? Bring some snacks. I'm not sure. I could probably get a way to eat, but I'm not sure if I can. So maybe pack a little something, something. Do you know what I mean? Just kind of keep it together the best that you possibly can. Hi, Kim. Great reminder of how far I've come this weekend going out to shovel the snow and dug out my really warm winter coat. I was swimming in it. Slow and steady wins the race. Program six. But this moment uh, with my coat reminded me I have lost twice what I've ever lost in other diets and have stuck with this for two years and not giving up at 30 pounds lost because it was getting expensive or I was bored and tired of thinking about losing weight. This program works. Keep going and lose what I need to lose. I can do this. Oh, I love this so much. I love this so much. Now, if you're a new member, you might be freaking out and being like, two years, what? <laughs> You know, everyone's journey is a little different. Some people will easily lose 30 pounds in one group and be done with it. Do you know what I mean? Um, some people will only have 10 pounds and need to do and, and need to do three groups because they're struggling for a variety of variety of reasons. Everyone's journey is a little different. We are all human. We all have bodies. This process will work for us. Um, but you know, a lot of times people are coming in with their bodies really broken down, and you know, and 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 your mental capacity not really being there to being able to focus and prioritize yourself or your life doesn't you know allow you to make the choices that you need to make because you have all these other things going on so for so many reasons it can take someone a lot longer than someone else again we're all on that road to, to Disneyland finally and forever some people are you know driving sports cars and some people are you know driving older more broken down models some people it's just luck you know where they're just gonna hit a nail and get a flat tire and need to you know life throwing something at their face whatever that might be so Sometimes people just function differently through the journey. They have a lot more processing mentally to do. Physically, they're doing the things, but mentally, there's more work to do. You know, um, we have a few people in the program. Um, some have lost hundreds. Some have lost, you know, you know, twenty, thirty pounds doing five, six programs over and over. Because this isn't like, although it's not a lifestyle, and and each new group you want to bring fresh eyes, there's no starting again. It's just life is one big continuation, right? And what you're doing with this process is just kind of getting even more in tune to your body's needs, right? Helping your body level up even more, even more working through your issues and associations, past traumas, even a lot of people, right? When it, with how they use food and how food's been factored into their lives, you know, um, that internal dialogue, after you take someone who's been in the diet industry for 20 years, losing and gaining and losing and gaining and just all that internal dialogue man it takes a lot longer than a few short months to break you know so ah, I love this so much so much mad respect and the thing is with this program it's a massive lesson in self-love right focused on your own self 
working through your own shit, continuing to show up for yourself every single day while life smacks you in the face, being in tune with what to eat, how much to eat, you know, when to eat, really recognizing your body's needs, right? Especially over your wants. Like that is so huge. What you're doing here every single day, setting your intentions, showing up, making as many choices as possible, falling in line with your goals, end of day reflections, holding yourself accountable. It's all the same skills and tools you need to reach any goal in your life ultimately at the end of the day, you know? So what you're learning here, once you're done your weight loss journey, I hope that you take that same information, same tools, same skill set and apply it to other things in your life, right? Get rid of that space in your brain as what am I going to eat? What am I not going to eat? All that. Like do something else, do something else. I'm mindful of the time. I got to get going. Let me scroll down to some of these questions. Um, the energy thing is true, especially this time of year when it's cold, dark, and snowy. So easy to just coast. Oh, I love this, Laura. Yeah, it is. It's, it's dark. It's dreary. It's gray. Um, you know, a lot of people feeling seasonal affective disorder. We got to make sure you get that vitamin D in, get those levels up. Do you know what I mean? Try to get out, get some sunshine, get some fresh air, even when it just feels like you're just like, ah, I don't want to do it. Um, moving your body, it just creates more energy. Do you know, being more active helps you be more active. Do you know, it can really, but it can be tough. It can be tough. It's hard. You know, what you're fighting too is that in the winter time, when the days are darker and shorter and your vitamin D levels drop, your body actually shuts you down. It kind of keeps you low energy. It, go, it legit goes into a hibernation mode. And so a lot of times people are like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? And your body's like, it's winter. Like what? We're just like chilling out. We're in hibernation mode over here. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, and that's where you crave like those heavier carbs, those fatty meats, the soups and stews, whatever, to kind of keep yourself nice and warm and your body's keeping you lower energy. That's why getting those vitamin D levels up, you know, um, trying to get some sunshine on your, on your face, you know, on your skin can, can really make a big difference. Moving your body, right? If you keep moving your body, the body's like, oh, she keeps moving her body. We better give her some more energy here. It's kind of one way to offset that natural. Natural, that, that sense of that body needing to hibernate, which is a real thing. Body really slowing you down. What's going to happen though is cool. I love the winter to spring because this is really sort of where you're building that strong foundation in the winter time, which is a perfect time. And then what's going to happen naturally as the days do start getting longer, you get more sunshine in your life and your body transitions from winter working like a heater, trying to keep you warm to eventually working more like an air conditioner, keeping you cool in the summer is your body's going to naturally give you more energy. It's going to start to boost your metabolism. It's going to start looking to get rid of any extra fat that it would have felt naturally inclined to store over the winter time to help keep you warm. So it's a great time to lose weight. Great time to set that foundation. And then our whole bodies are just revving up naturally as we progress through the spring. And then they're also revving up naturally as we continue to give our body what it needs and help it focus on more optimal levels and get even more in tune with it. So it's such a great time to lose weight. All right, I got to go. 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 Um, um, I have bad luck. Hurts all the time to use THC. I, uh, uh, hurts all the time to use THC to help me sleep and Tylenol some days to help with chronic pain. Other days I just walk around with pain. Yeah. So, so, so chronic issues are a real thing. We're going to actually talk to Dr. Paul about this next time he's here in week five, I believe. Um, and, and so taking a lot of Tylenol, it's going to mess with your digestive system. It's going to cause your body to retain water. Being in chronic pain, um, your body is probably full of inflammation, but guess what? 
because of that, your body doesn't want this fat. Fat will help to keep your, you know, um, uh, inflammation levels elevated. So your, your body wants you to feel your best. Your body is so happy to release that fat, which is going to alleviate a lot of that inflammation, right? So because of those chronic issues, it might take you a little longer, but make no mistake, because of those chronic issues, your body is all about this. It's just got a lot of other things to focus on at the same time, right? And especially if you're taking a lot of Tylenol, this is where you might want to offset that by taking some digestive bitters, adding in a probiotic, especially if you're finding that your bowel movements are being affected, maybe add in some triphala. So do you know what I mean? You recognize that your body's dealing with these things, and this is how, again, you're making more individual to your needs is by helping to address those things at the same time, you know? Anyway, I got to go, everyone. Um, welcome to week three. I hope that you're excited about it. Work on being as consistent as possible, working on being mindful, asking yourself those four questions, bringing awareness to those portions and maximize your ass off. Um, we have a great 28 questions checklist that I believe is going out tomorrow. Um, it's in the book. It's in the app. You can search it now. Obviously, we want to roll out the information. Don't overwhelm me in a timely manner. But if you want to skip ahead and read about maximizing, um, you can find it there. Have an amazing day, and I'll check in later. Bye. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com